the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering an incredible 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Yes, sir. We are back here for another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Late night edition. You know the voice. You know the guy. It's me, really real, villain real. Terrell from a junior here at your service. Hopefully giving out some winners today. I'm, I'm, uh, might be starting trying to heat up a little bit up and down. It's been bad these past couple of weeks, but I hit a bet. I hit a bet, so that's a good thing. That is a good thing. With me, you already know I got my main man, co-host Scott Studio Rochelle. Scott, what's going on? No, nothing much. I believe we had pretty much the exact same show last time out. We both hit the lock and lost the dog. So, is what it is. I know we both had the Mystics in some capacity. You had the uh, either spread or the money one. I'm trying to remember what you had. Mm-hmm. I had the team total over. They both cashed easily, so that was nice for us. And then for the dog, I had Seattle, and they came up a bit short against Connecticut. Had a shot there, didn't work out, and you backed the Sparks, and they did not exactly it wasn't look even good. Yeah, they didn't really look uh, motivated by the absence of uh, Cambridge. So we'll see what happens moving forward. But looking forward to a pretty full slate here on Sunday. Should be a lot of fun. Absolutely. A five-game slate is going to be really, really big. I'm coming off a high. I just came from – no, not just came from. It was earlier today. But I was at that Seattle Storm Washington Mystic game earlier where I got to slowly watch the death of my under and how it just methodically point after point just came and came and came and then ultimately lost it by two points. So that was fun to watch. But it was an amazing game. Great energy. Love being there in the W. Can't wait to get back. But that was a, a great time seeing one of Sue Burr's last games, and we'll talk about her next one later on. Yeah, Seattle came out on top there. Definitely seemed like a very competitive game. Can't say that I watched any of it because I was kind of busy the entire day, but based on the scoreboard, it seems like it was close. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it was really like a single-digit single game the entire way until – the fourth quarter where the Storm went on a 13-0 run to start the quarter, and then <laughs> yeah. and then the Mystics had to try to battle back, and it, it was close at the end. Ariel Atkins hit a couple of big shots that kind of brought the lead down, and it, it was good. The energy was amazing. So if you haven't gotten to a WNBA game, I recommend if you get the opportunity, definitely go check one out. And they're rather inexpensive for the most part. I was going to say, what were the tickets on that, like 30 bucks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, anywhere you could get like 30 bucks seats. I was a little bit closer, so I spent a little bit more, but it, it really wasn't that much for the seats I got. It was very, very inexpensive. Nice. 
All right, but before we get to the slate, let me tell you about WinBet's bet fifty dollar win two hundred dollar promotion, where you get a fifty dollar where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars of free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you can check out their reduced juice in baseball games, making them the best place to bet MLB. You're getting better odds than anyone else. And if you bet five hundred dollars plus on sports or casino before July thirty first, then you will get the opportunity to. Draft the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed, meaning that if you bet $1,000 on Sports Casino, then you get two entries into the contest. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Over subject change terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 older present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGP and crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, let's get into this five game slate. Tipping off early, 1 p.m. on the East Coast, we have. The Chicago Sky playing the Connecticut Sun. Sun laying five at home, 165 and a half on the total. Quick look into the injury report. Pretty clean for the Connecticut Sun. We know Bria Hartley and JT out for the season. And for the Chicago Sky, Candace Parker is going to be out of this one with an illness. So she will not play in this game due to an illness. Hence the minus five for the Connecticut Sun. Scott, what are you doing? This one's tricky because Connecticut seems to have regained some of its former glory. where They've actually played really well for the last couple of weeks while Chicago, of course, is still very good. But with Candace being out, it's pretty tough to like them in this spot. They did beat the Liberty. Uh, actually, no, sorry. They lost to the Liberty, then they lost to the Aces. My bad. But I'm going to go with the Sun in this one, minus five. They've won four straight. They've looked comfortable, beat Seattle by five. And without Candace, Chicago looks a bit lost right now. I'm going to go with Connecticut. I, I think I'm going to go the opposite way. Okay. And I'm just trusting my gut here. My gut's telling me to just continue rocking with the best team in the league, even though Candace Parker is out. They're getting five points here. And I feel pretty comfortable in, in them being able to keep this a rather close game. With You still have Courtney Vandersloot who can run the offense, and you still have Emma Mieseman who's been playing lights out recently, and Kalia Copper, finals MVP. You, this team has talent around Candace, and while Candace is the motor that keeps it going, I think this is a, a – like get up spot being without Candace Parker going to play this Connecticut Sun team who is rolling. You you've lost a few games in a row now. This is a chance, I think, a little bit for a bounce back on the road playing the Connecticut Sun. And this team is deep. This team is deep and has a lot of options and a lot of people that can score the basketball and they can still defend. So I think that that backcourt is going to give Connecticut a little bit of problems. One, getting open out from the three-point line and also keeping that offense moving without Candace Parker in the lineup. So, yeah, give me the Chicago Sky here. I like them a little – I like them as, you know, road dogs in this spot. Plus five, I think it's a closer game. Yeah, I, I just have a hard time trusting Chicago when they lost to the Liberty. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to pump the brakes on Chicago. It's not their fault, of course. They're missing yeah. their best player. But I actually like what I've seen from Connecticut. It seems like they have – 
uh, I don't want to say they've gone full Undertaker meme because the record was still very good throughout, but it seems like they're, you know, hanging in there. They come back to where they were earlier in the year, for now, at least. Yeah, very much so. All right. Moving on, well, quick total, 165 and a half. I'm... I have no idea. Yeah, I, I really don't know what I want to do with this total. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'm leaning on under, it. but I, I don't feel great about it. Yeah, it feels disgusting. It actually opened at 165, so it's ticked up half a point. And I understand why you would lean under, and I, I guess I kind of have a lean under too, but no, nah, I'm not playing this one. I don't feel comfortable in this total at all. Nothing really leans me one way or another. Yeah, I agree. All right, moving on to the next game in the slate. We have – Ooh, excuse me. Got a hiccup right as I was talking. All right. The Phoenix Mercury. I was about to say the Phoenix Suns. That's crazy. Phoenix Mercury are about to play the New York Liberty. Liberty at home. Minus two and a half on the road for the Phoenix Mercury. 167 and a half on the total. Looking at an injury report for this game. We have for the New York Liberty. Michaela Onyeweta is questionable with that knee injury. And uh, Benaja Laney is still out with her injury, but she's been practicing and working up. So we could be seeing her in the near future. And Diamond of Shields is questionable with that hip injury. I mean, I feel like we're on the same, maybe we're on the same page about this from how we've just been handicapping these two teams for most part of the season. There's no way that I'm laying points on the road with the Mercury here, are you? Yeah, we're going to disagree. I'll lay it with the Mercury. I think the Liberty suck. And I want to root for this team. We both do. Yeah. Yeah. This team is so awful. I mean, I'm looking at the recent results. They have lost six of their last seven. The one win was actually a split because they played back-to-back games against Chicago with no uh, Candace Parker, and they split those. So even the one win they have was against an injury-riddled team. Uh-huh. The Liberty have just gotten outplayed by everybody. And I'm not saying the Mercury are a good team, but we saw that Diggins Smith has gone nuclear for the last couple of weeks. Tarazi was very good against the Sparks. I'm hoping those two can keep it going against the Liberty. But I just haven't seen any fight from the Liberty since the All-Star break. And uh-huh. with that being the case, I think I have to lay two solely because I don't trust the Liberty getting two. So if I'm going to pick between two bad teams, I'll take the team that's one, three, four. Yeah, I. It's not. It's not a great spot either way. But I mean, I know that you're talking about principle and how the Mercury you can't see laying. Do you really want to take two with the Liberty at this point? No, I. No, I really, I really don't. But. The Liberty did beat – they did beat that Chicago Scott team. And Candace Parker played in that game. They, they, they lost, beat her in that they game. They the lost game. the game without her. Sorry. Yeah, they lost the yeah, game right. without her. But she they beat her in the game that she, was, that she played in. So, I mean, I, I got to give them some credit for that. That's number one team in the league at that point. And yeah. so, I just – I can't – it's still hard for me to get behind. I know this Phoenix team has been playing a little bit better. And maybe I'm a game too late. It's Maybe all I'm been thinking. at home, by the way. I mean, the Phoenix is still 4-11 and 11 on the road. Yeah, and that's really what the basis of my argument is. I'm not trusting this team on the road. 
I don't care if it's the Liberty. And I know the Liberty have a little bad, but they've shown flashes. We've seen flashes of them playing really good basketball and playing up the competition. And now this could be a spot where because this Mercury team isn't that good that they kind of play down a little bit and play with their food and end up losing this game. But I got to think at home, things Mercury traveling cross country, that has to do something for the Liberty. And I don't know. I think this should be a pick on more than getting two points. So if I'm getting two and a half, I'll take it. But I think the Liberty go out here and get this one on the money line. It just feels like a game where the Liberty just kind of get their confidence a little back. They shoot the, the basketball tremendously. Phoenix not known for their defense. They, they get really, really hot from three and just kind of run away with this one. So, yeah, give me the Phoenix Liberty here in this spot. Not Phoenix Liberty, the New York Liberty here in this yep. spot. And with that being said, I'm on the over. I'm on the over. This is a smash over bet. I'm not taking an under between the Mercury and the Liberty. I think that points are going to be rather easy for both squads, but I I really do think that the Liberty go get hot from the three-point line, and that's the catalyst behind them getting this win. Yeah, I think I'm going to the over as well. We know Phoenix has played smaller uh, because of injuries or just telling people to get lost. Uh, You've had the Liberty, who've also (laughs) gone a bit faster as well. I think you might see one of these teams get into the 90s potentially, which wouldn't surprise me entirely. So I'm going to lean to the over. Yeah, all right. Next game on the slate, we had the Las Vegas Aces playing the Indiana Fever, who I feel like these two teams have played each other 10 times this season already. Aces laying 16 on the road, 171 and a half on the total. Going into an injury report for this one. Let's see here. We have nothing for the Aces, and Kelsey Mitchell is out for the season. Remember, that is big news. Out for the season, Kelsey Mitchell with a foot injury. Well, that's their best player. So Yeah, Indiana's best player, leading scorer, top five scorer in WNBA. 16 on the road. These two teams just played. Aces covered. That's it. I was going to say, Aces – no, I was going to say they just played the Aces covered in that one. Oh, I thought you said the Aces covered like they're going to cover. That's the, in, the, in the analysis there. I was going to say, so they just covered uh, Aces cover. Yeah. That, that's yeah. my analysis. The, okay. It's the same exact thing as before. They just yeah. covered. They're going to cover again. What is there to like about Indiana? The one player that you actually thought could potentially cover a spread by herself yeah. is now out. This was already one of the worst teams in league history. They are going to get their brains beaten in. And I can't really make an argument either way. The only argument is the Aces go up 20 in the second quarter and take a nap and get outscored in the second half. But Indiana's 5-26. and 26. They've lost 13 straight games. Now their best player's injured. How do the Aces not win this game by 30? I honestly don't know, and I'm – highly I'll be highly disappointed if they don't win that game by close to 30 points I'm also not going to trust them to for because it's games like this and it's games that are so easy and so obvious like this that somehow some way the dog either finds a backdoor cover or they get a hand from the basketball guys for some everything to go their way and they somehow get an outright win now am I calling an outright win absolutely not but Am I hedging myself a little bit by taking the Aces first half? Absolutely, because I'm just saying there's – I don't think that they keep up. I don't think they keep up at all. I want to avoid any hope of a backdoor cover situation 
or anything. Avoid Becky Hammond saying, all right, second half, let's try some different things. Let's try some different lineups in case people get hurt. Let's just experiment and see what happens. Yeah, no. Of course, eight for the full game. Aces minus whatever. I'll take it minus 16. But I think my play for this one that I'm officially going to be betting, Aces first half, that just feels like solid money there. Here's the one thing I'm confused about for this matchup. So they just played in Indiana. Mm -hmm. So same exact environment. And the Aces were favored by 14. Now Kelsey Mitchell, who's the best player on the Fever by far, is out. Mm -hmm. And the line is 16. You're telling me Kelsey Mitchell's only worth two points to the Fever? She's worth like five. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. I mean, I, I understand because a book can't really say one player's worth five points, but she is worth. And that's, that's ultimately why this is pretty much a lock of all locks because the books can't say that Kelsey Mitchell is worth five points because you can't say one player is worth five points, but she really is. She probably really is worth that much. So the two is just feels like a discount. I'll take that 16 to the bank. Yep, I agree. All right. And for, I mean, is there for, I'm, I'm going under. I think I, I have I to take the under. I'm not sure Indiana's going to score. I, I don't think Indiana's going to score at all. If I'll take an Indiana team total under. I'll take a full game under. I don't. I think Indiana's going to struggle scoring the ball. I, I, they would be lucky to get to 70 points here. And they got 72 with a, uh, what was that, a 12, 13-point outing from Kelsey Mitchell last game? At, yeah. By the way, Indiana's 3-13 and 13 at home. Las Vegas is 11-3 and three on the road. Uh, the last game that they played uh, in Indiana – they played at Hinkle Fieldhouse. And do you want to guess what percentage of attendance actually showed up to support Indiana? <laughs> what percent? 20%. Oh, my gosh. It was 80% empty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, when you're 5-26 and 26 and you're 3-13 and 13 at home, I'm not expecting many people to show up. But yeah. when you have 1,800 people show up in the arena – you basically have no home court advantage at all. And Vegas doesn't have to travel because they just played you. This might be a route of all routes. Man, if you're a South Carolina fan living in the Indiana area, you get to see Asia Wilson for basically free. Like yeah, basically it's a bargain and plum. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, who we All right. Yep. It's going to get ugly. Off of, it is, this is really should be a bloodbath. Like, this should be... I want to compare this to Alabama playing Mercer. Like, it should be this ugly of a game. I was going to compare it to, like, Dream Team against Angola, but I think we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. I like that even better. All right. Well, we go on to the next game of the slate. We have the Seattle Storm playing the Washington Mystics. Minus two for Washington. 156.5 on the total. These two teams just met up today, as I spoke to earlier, where Seattle Storm got a win. But Washington was in that game for three quarters, and they went and even came and fought back from double digits down in the last two and a half minutes to to make it a, a game where at least everybody in the stadium felt like there was still – not stadium, arena. Everybody in the arena still felt like there was a chance that Washington could go out there and get a win. That's how close they made it in the end of that game. So – for it really is not really an injury report for this game. I was going to say, is there any injury news? Because I'm a little bit confused why the Mystics are favored by two and a half. No, so is no, is not. But 
I'm, I'm not confused on him at all. I, as soon as that game was over, I literally sat there and said to my, in my head, Washington's going to win tomorrow. Washington's probably going to win tomorrow because I think that they got, they got one of the best shots that I've seen from the Storm. That was, a pre- like, that was a pretty good game, and the Storm were giving it to them every way they could. They were getting forcing turnovers. That's really what, what sparked the run for the Storm, that they, they just had a bunch of turnovers from the Mystics that gave a whole bunch of easy buckets, and that's kind of what you know, propelled that 13-0 run. But if you eliminate that, that's a, that's a close game going all the way. And the Washington looked pretty dominant for majority of that game. They started off fast and they were able to hold a lead. The Storm battled back and kind of it was going back and forth from there. But I think I, I'm getting a back-to-back game here at home, back-to-back days. I'm questionable on EDD and what her health looks like playing a back-to-back. And that's really where my concern would be. But – do you think there's any chance Assuming, she doesn't play? It, it probably could be a small chance. I think that it's really – they're just really listening to what her body says and what she says. And if she says she can go, she can go. If she plays this game, I think she probably takes whatever the next game is off. I don't think that she uh, yeah. tries to force it too much. But I like their chances. I really do like their chances. And if it wasn't for what I felt like was a rust possession when ADD drove to the basket – in that game yesterday, they could have been in it for the win yesterday. Give me the minus two here. I think that it's a good spot for Washington to get some revenge. So this is the tricky part of the podcast because I have zero dogs and I'm going to need one. And I can guarantee you right now I'm not taking the dog in the last game. So <laughs> I'm going to go with the storm here. At the end of the day, I understand the immediate revenge angle where you're mm-hmm. looking at a spot for Washington to bounce back. But we talked before. Just a second ago, about how Deladon might be maybe limited in back-to-back action after she ended up missing a couple of games earlier this past week and last week. For me, though, I'm going to go with the Storm just because I do think on paper the Storm are the more talented team. They just played yesterday. We talked about it. It was very competitive, but the Storm found a way to pull it out. Mm-hmm. I just think that Tina Charles has been the piece that has kind of put Seattle over the top. And I do think if you want to do a tier system involving WNBA teams, I think you can argue that these teams are either in the same tier with Seattle being slightly better, or maybe Seattle's even maybe one tier or half a tier above. Mm-hmm. I'll take the better team at plus money with the slight chance that Deladon does not play. So I'll take the value. I'll go with Seattle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I understand. I understand. I'm still uh, on that total one fifty six and a half. I mean, Washington's. What? Oh, this is easy. It's an easy under spot because you yeah. lost the you lost the under on Saturday, so it has to yeah, cash on Sunday. It has to cash. And I sat there when I put my bet in, and I went to the game. And as I watched the game, I was like, okay, because at halftime I was looking at the score. I'm like, okay, I'm still in play for the under. I kind of don't like that it's this close, but I'm still in play for it. But it reminded me the last time I was in D.C. and I went to a game, I went to see the Mets and the Nats play, and I bet on the Mets pregame, and then the Mets proceeded to get walked off in the night. Mm -hmm. And I sat there and I said, huh, watch this come down to the wire and I lose this bet. And then it hits the next day like the Mets did, and the the next, I think the Mets won the rest of that series after I left. 
So I'm like, oh yeah, of course, I'm absolutely going to lose this bet today and then it's going to hit tomorrow. So I'm putting everything I have on. I probably, I actually might lock up the under 156 and a half for this show because it's just so destined for it to hit when I'm not in the arena. It also took a lot for the game to even go over. I mean, you had less than 39 points in each of the first two quarters. Oh, it was fouls. Yeah, you had 42 uh, in the third. You had 47 in the fourth. So 89 points in the second half to send it over. That's kind of rough. I was watching, and it was, I think, 20 seconds left. And the Mystics had just got the ball back on a turnover. And I said, wow, I need not another point to be scored for this, to, for this under to cash. Because, you know, they're going uh, to foul, and you got a bunch of – you got a circus on I, your hands. And so, ultimately, at that point, it was at that point at 20 seconds left, and I said, all right, I don't care about the bet anymore. I just want to see the Mystics win so this place can blow its gasket. And I didn't get that either. No. Double whammy. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the last game of the slate. We have the Minnesota Lynx traveling to play Los Angeles Sparks. Minus one for the Lynx. Mine actually opened up at minus one for the Sparks. Switched over to the Lynx. 166.5 on the total is ticked down from 167.5, which is interesting between these two teams. Yeah, the opening uh, lines guys uh, might be drinking a little bit too much. You know, yeah. it's early Saturday night. I get you got to pull lines out, but you put the Sparks as a favorite. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> really quick, that line changed. All right, let's look over here at an injury report for the Minnesota Lynx. Jessica Shepard is questionable. Well, probable. She is probable with a nose injury. And for the Los Angeles Sparks, Lexi Brown is questionable with the ankle injury. I mean, you've been trying to defend the Sparks all I've year. I'm gonna let to. you go. I've first. been trying to. I really have. I've been trying to. I've. I've. Once Derek Fisher left, I thought that tides were going to turn. I thought it was going to look up. Neca got screwed out of that Olympic, you know, that Olympic team berth. She wanted to play for a U.S. Olympic team so bad, and they screwed her out of it. Didn't let her go represent a team USA. And I was like, this is going to be a revenge tour. This is going to be a great season for the L.A. Sparks. It's going to be super good. No, they look like the Lakers, man. This is really bad. <laughs> this is really bad. I'm tired of this team. I'm not. I'm fading this team. They're in auto-fade territory for me. And the Minnesota Lynx have actually been playing some pretty good ball as of late. I'm sorry. I And watch this. Watch this be the time that they go out there and they get a pretty convincing win. But – I just can't do it. I can't bet on it. I can't recommend it because this team is bad. This team is bad. They can't do anything right. And they just they just got killed by the Mercury. A Mercury team that they had an enormous size advantage on. It wasn't like that they were getting run out. Like they couldn't run and run pace with the Mercury or they were a slow team or they were out of shape. No, no. You had the chance to go out there and put together a really, really good win after – quote-unquote, losing your dead weight, and you didn't do it. So I'm done with the Sparks team. Give me the Lynx minus one. Yeah, I'm going with the Lynx. I was kind of just figuring out how you were going to try to make a case for the Sparks, and uh, we can't. I I mean, this team is atrocious. I'm trying to find any way, and I guess the argument is Minnesota's not good either, but at least Minnesota's happy to be there. I mean, you had a shot there. In the last game against an equally bad team in Phoenix, you got rid of a very good player who was borderline cancerous as a teammate, 
and you're hoping you show something and you go behind by like 20 in the first half. And yes, they looked better in the second half. That doesn't mean anything to me because Phoenix put the game on autopilot and they just casually chilled for a free win in the final 20 minutes. That doesn't mean anything to me, but you got blown out against the Phoenix team. It was a lot worse than the 10 point final differential. It could have been 30. Like, it felt yeah, really no, bad. Yeah, it was really, really bad. I'm going to go with Minnesota. They had, they had a nice win against Atlanta, so maybe some of that can you know continue over. But I got to just fade the sparks throughout. I mean, this team is on the verge of complete implosion. They're, all, you're, they're arguably already imploding, but yeah. I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. They definitely had higher expectations than what they are showing right now. And I don't know. I'm not – I'm fading the line movement. I know it's ticked down the spot, but I'm going over. These two teams, honestly, just give me – matter of fact, just give me a Minnesota team total over. I trust Minnesota to continue to score basketball. If anything, the Sparks don't keep up their end. But I, I, tr- I really do trust Minnesota between area powers, between Sylvia Fowles and Caleb McBride, all, all the options that they have, even the people that they have coming off the bench. The bench, I think that I trust Minnesota a lot more to score the basketball, and I'm fading the Sparks' terrible defense. So, yep, give me a Minnesota team total over. I actually really, really yeah. like that bet. I'm going to go with the over as well. I like your Minnesota team total angle, but for the full game total, I'll take the over as well. Each of the first two meetings had at least 168, and the Sparks gave up 90 to Phoenix. The Lynx just scored 92 against Atlanta. I think the Lynx could push 90 here, so I'm going to take the over mm-hmm. as well. All right. Let's see. Before we talk about our lock and our dog, we have to get paid. And I got to tell you that IP Vanish presenting our lock and dog is the official VPN of SGPN encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, and browsing history all completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. And you can use it on limited devices like your computer, tablet, phones, even your Fire Stick ID. Don't go anywhere without IPVanish anymore. I'm using it now while I am in the hotel room recording this podcast. And incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. All you have to do is go to IPVanish.com, and use promo code SGP to claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com, SGP. We're also brought to you by Dave. Dave out there, helping hand, a helping hand from future you. Look, we've all been there in situations where you need a little bit extra cash. Maybe, you know, maybe you, you told the bookie that you, you added an extra zero on your bet and the bookie took you down for an extra zero on your bet. Now you need a little bit of cash to make sure that you're not swimming with the fishes. Well, Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to X. An extra $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money for you to pay the bookie, fill your tank, whatever you want to do. And you can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without hangups. Millions of people already have downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you use in a pinch, you need some extra help, download Dave. Think of it as a helping hand from future you download the dave app now from the app store that's d-a-v-e sign up for extra cash account and get up to five hundred dollars instantly for terms and conditions go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees apply banking provided by evolve member fdic all right 
let's get into our lock and dog tried to change up the mojo and i hit a lock so i guess it kind of worked i guess but let's try to get the sweet in this episode. Yeah, you're going I'll, first. You you hit something, so we're not going to switch it up. Yeah, no, no, nah, nah, we're not going to switch it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue what worked, and so we have some things to pick from here. I don't five see games a line, to pick from actually. I don't see a line for Minnesota's team total, and I really want to play that. Let me see. Oh, uh, I, I mean, you could mathematically figure it out. I mean, it's minus yeah. one. It's about one sixty-seven. So you're looking somewhere around 84? Yeah. 84 and, and a half? That doesn't feel like a lot. Like that doesn't, that doesn't feel like enough. Let me just see if I can get an official. Yeah, no, I don't have an official one on that. It's gonna, I'm telling you, it's going to be 84 and a half. Yeah, yes, yeah, 84 and a half. Let, all right, let's go with that. So I'm going to take the Minnesota Lynx. Over 84 and a half team total for my lock. I think that they can put up 90. I really think they can be in 90 territory. They, they're a very good scoring offense, and I, I don't trust this Sparks defense at all. If anything, the Sparks go out and put up a bunch of points too and kind of send this short scoring over the total, but I don't trust the Sparks to kind of shut Minnesota out of this at all. I like the scoring for Minnesota. Give me a Minnesota Lynx team total over 84 and a half. All right, for my dog, I'm going with the New York Liberty. Yep, I'm, I'm just going to fade to Mercury. Traveling cross-country, I think this Liberty team's kind of licking their chops, taking a bunch of L's since the All-Star break. This is a team they feel like they can have. They got the game at home. This is a chance to try to build some type of momentum and maybe a final push to try to get lock in one of those last playoff spots. Give me the New York Liberty, plus 116. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, you're fading the Mercury as a favorite, so... <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you can make an much. argument either way about the game, but the premise of fading the Mercury laying points definitely makes sense and has made you a lot of money this season, especially on the road. So to go through my lock and, my lock and dog, I'm going to do it. I'm going to lay the 16 <laughs> with, with the aces as my lock. I really want to make a case for Indiana. I, I just can't. There's mm. nothing to like about this team. This might be the worst team in WNBA history, and now they're without their best player for the rest of the season. If the Aces don't win this game by 20, Becky Hammond better have the entire roster doing suicides for like an hour. Like, this has all of the makings of a 30-point murder, and I'm going to try to take advantage of it because Indiana gets outplayed pretty much every single in every single facet against Vegas. The two meetings up to this point, they just played, and Kelsey Mitchell did play in that last game. She didn't play the entire way, but the Aces ended up winning that game by 21. The first meeting, the Aces only won by 13. However, they were up by 20-plus at half and got outscored by 11 in the fourth quarter. So Vegas was up 20 after three quarters and then took its foot off the gas. But from what I've seen up to this point this season and from what I've seen whenever Kelsey Mitchell ends up on the bench because she needs, you know, some rest, Uh Indiana's second unit, pound for pound, worst second unit of all time. (laughs) Can we say that? I I mean, like, there's nothing to like about this team. It's been some bad teams. It's awful. But 5-26 and and now you're missing the only player on your team that's worth a damn – it's not going to go well. I think Vegas wins by 25 or 30. I'll take Vegas minus 16. All right. 
What's your dog? Well, we already know, but go ahead and remind the people. No, my dog is actually not going to be what you think it's going to be because I'm going to do a two-pick parlay. All right. I was, Of course, you thought it was going to be the Storm because I was the only dog I actually picked on the card, but I don't really like that game. I kind of just decided to take a stance with what I think is the better team. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a two-pick parlay. You know that I got Minnesota in there. Yep. You know that I got them in there. Mm-hmm. And the other one's going to be uh, Connecticut at around minus oh. 240. Thought or you were about to take the Aces money line. No, I was not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> minus 2,500. No, I don't think that's really going to sweeten the parlay that much. But the way that I see it, Chicago at full strength, I do think would give Connecticut a series run for its money. But mm-hmm. without Candace Parker and with how well Connecticut's been playing lately, especially at home, I do think Connecticut as a five-and-a-half-point favorite should at least win the game. Mm-hmm. But if you give me the links on the money line and you give me Connecticut on the money line, that two pick pays out at around plus one sixty, plus one sixty three. So I'm going to take that. All right, all right. Well, that's it for our lock and dog. Glad to get that out. Scott, do you have anything for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Uh, I really kind of want to see if Vegas puts their entire mind into it for forty minutes. Do you think they could win this game by fifty? Do you think it's a chance that they just say bump it and sit people? No. I mean, I, 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 I can't understand. I can't figure out a reason why, but man, this just feels like, like I'm going to say no. So Cause lopsided. yeah, Vegas is only up two and a half on Seattle. So it's not like they fully, fully wrapped up the, uh, actually, you know what? The conference doesn't even matter. They go based on record. So there's a 0% yeah. chance they're going to end up arresting anybody because they're still technically, uh, behind in the win percentage against Chicago. Yeah. So, no, they're going to go full pedal to the metal, but this might be one of the larger point differentials we've seen all season long because if Vegas wins by 40, nobody would be surprised. I know we wouldn't be surprised. This money line for the Fever is 10 to 1 right now. <laughs> it should be 3 to 1. Oh my gosh. I compared it to USA against Angola. I think you know my thoughts on Atlanta, yeah, on Indiana at 10 to 1. That's a robbery at 10 to 1. <laughs> All right. Make sure you give Scott a follow at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. I am at reallyreal underscore underscore. Make sure you hop in that Discord channel, sg.pn slash Discord. And if you're not subscribed to the WNBA Gambling Podcast, make sure you subscribe to the WNBA Gambling Podcast. And you can grab some merch from our merch store, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. It has some merch out there. And you can get your favorite team colored shirts college shirts as well make sure you go out there and do that shout out to my guys over at the college experience other than that i think i kind of plugged in everything i want to plug so i really don't have any other way of ending the podcast right now so i'm gonna end it like this we are out